Can I talk my shit now? I was playing two-hand touch, fuck it up, it's a hit now When I hit the road, do a show, hit a lick, then I skip town Run up in the spot, no dance, and I make them all get down Boy, you better sit down Fancy, I'm still broke Cross town like Yancey, I will throw They say I'm in a spot they would kill for I could put them in the wheel and they still won't I could probably get a deal with coke If I wasn't rapping about the past back dealing dope Got the offer and it's real low Over one mil and it's still low What if when I go to hell, they do me Peking style And they like pull all the skin off my body And like fucking run the fucking hair dryer and shit To get it real crispy Like that's, that's like the karmic justice is i get peking fried would i feel like you wouldn't mind i feel if they did it right if it was like if the technique was good if they had their mise en place ready you know if they do if they weren't fucking about right if it was like a good quality then i feel like i'd be okay with it which is why it wouldn't be hell right you know they'd they'd fuck it up so they'd be halfway through pulling the skin off big tear throw my fucking half naked plucked carcass to the trash Nah, we fucked this one up go get another one from the fridge go get another Polak out of the fridge go get another <laughs> Polak out of the ninth circle oh my god they've drywalled it <laughs> they've tr- they, my god they've drywalled the ninth circle closed just smash cut to a a a, a regular commercial sized freezer <coughs> just packed wall to wall with fucking Polaks. just fucking butt to nut packed in this fucking and they're like yeah we put the uh put the studs put the studs and the the drywall up in front of the door so now they can't uh they can't get, get in can't, here can't get through it it's we we mudded it and up. you're like why why do they have there. it's real smooth why do they have midwest accents they're polish i said no 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 they're not polish these are Polacks. these are my people these yeah. are these these are um barely simmering alcoholics uh, that, that have Mostly been a little t- little too long without a nip and uh this is what happened they, they have to, they need they, they have, need to do something with their hands they, they need to do something with their hands or they will start drinking and beating the shit out of their wives yeah. they installed a toilet in the corner of the freezer um mm. you know shower standing shower uh, all right. Well, um, yeah, we're we're just gonna we're just gonna get right into it there. Speaking of Polacks, I guess. <laughs> Speaking of fucking blue, uh, hello Speaking audience, blue. and welcome back once again to Worst in the Industry, the show where we three mouthy podcast hosts get too big for our britches and try to break down big concepts into tasty, truthful, manageable bites for you. My name is Justin Saint Peter, and I am here to braise some facts to my left. It's Colin Stanley, and I'm uh, the line cook at this weird Polak hell restaurant we've created here. To my left. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Chili's. This is Tyler. Uh, we can get you seated this way. Ah, uh, yes. The true Polak hell restaurant. Chili's. <laughs> Chili's. Chili's. Uh, Chili's, the place where you, where you go because your dad can only have things off the menu that list the calories and the amount of sodium per milligram. Yeah. Well, hey, those honey chipotle chicken crispers are wonderful. I will say that. Chili's in hell. Your fajita is always too hot. If if your dad takes his blood pressure medicine, he can have an appetizer. (laughs) Can have those those loaded Texas cheese fries. You can can have those bacon-wrapped wingdings. Nobody's going to stop you. It's it's okay, Pops. Treat yourself. 
We, he just got the stint out. Let him have, let just, him have this. They just... Listen, he's fine. They just put it in ablation calf. The doc said he's going to be okay for another six or seven yeah. months. He's grinding his teeth into dust because he has to drink O'Doul's now. Yeah, uh, it's fine. Speaking it's fine. of... Uh, it's fine. Today, dear listeners, we are taking a bit of a broad stroke look at the monetization of websites, particularly free websites and social media, as well as looking into a new, or rather old, monetization model used by a long-standing source of screen cap memes for content aggregator sites, Tumblr. Now, uh, I first received uh, unrestricted internet access at age 10, in the waning days of what is now known as Web 1.0. Uh, I remember the heyday of pop-up ads, and I remember when I got referred to YouTube for the first time in 2006. Uh, this period of time saw website monetization in the simplest and earliest form that we can identify besides selling drugs over the internet. Ads. Um, you know, very, very closely followed by, you know, just straight-up content-gaining websites. But uh, ad revenue remains to be an incredibly popular, incredibly accessible, and incredibly pervasive way uh, to make money on the internet. Yeah, have you ever wondered why when people put a recipe on the internet that they write their whole fucking life story until you have to scroll past more ads? Yep, it is literally you put the block of everything on top of the page, the content on the bottom, and ads all along the sides, and all of a sudden... Yep. That's views and more likely to get clicks. Um, now we'll, we'll nothing, explain how that works. Nothing somehow. has made me closer to accepting some sort of personal jihad against corporate, like the, the global corporate infrastructure, uh, than having to scroll past a million ads only for a pop up ad to come over the screen and ask me to subscribe to a newsletter. It honestly. Honestly, at that point, I'm like, yeah, Dune's right. We need to kill all the fucking machines. Yeah, yeah. Anything, it's time for the Butlerian Anything God. that stores data needs to be destroyed. All computers need to be reduced to fucking rubble. I'm moving out to the woods. I'm changing my name to Ted. It's fucking <laughs> happening. A one-man Butlerian Jihad is one on its way, fellas. Oh, man. Um, imagine sending mail to the computer. It's addressed to the computer. <laughs> it's, 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 it's like, has a person's address, but on it, it's like, the family PC. <laughs> One like, computer. You can't, you can't open it. That's a felony. You have to deliver it's, it to yeah, the computer and let the computer open it. Yeah, it might show you afterwards, but that's up to the computer. That's up to the computer. Um, <laughs> the computer has civil rights in this country, goddammit. Uh, Citizens United. Um, now we're we're all vaguely familiar uh, on the on the user end with ads on websites. We we encounter them all every day. Every social media platform, streaming website, news website, and search engine results page. Shit, everything but Wikipedia and opt-in paid services have ads now. Yeah. Um, now how and why do these ads actually generate actual real-world money for people who host them? Now, it's largely the same as more tangible advertising like posters and billboards, only in an infinitely scalable, low overhead, incredibly pervasive, and easy-to-measure way. Um, it's, you know, that's the great thing about the internet, right, is that it does all the math for us. Computers do all the math for us, and they're not necessarily smarter than we are, they're just dumber quicker. They, they handle these simple functions like mathematics, and they, you know, handle them quicker than we can. 
And if uh, any prospective companies would like to see the numbers about our podcast and how many people listen to it and how the potential for growth that this has, and they'd like to maybe play some ads on the show, maybe have me talk about some sort of uh, male supplement. Blue chew. I'm, I'm Blue chew. No, no. Some sort of chew that's... We'll, it's I mean, down, boys. We're going to talk about affiliate point, links later. Down. Alex Jones. Alex Jones is going down. He's going down right now. And he, he's he's gonna fucking hit rock bottom pretty soon. I feel like Tyler and I specifically get in on that at the very Force. end of the money train. Very end of the money train. I'll shill for you, Alex Jones. I'll shill for you as you go down on your own Titanic. Super male vitality. Give me a little. Give me a little piece of the pussy pie. Give me yeah, a little piece. Sure, give yeah, me a little make piece. Sure every, make sure everybody goes to infowars.shop.com. Yeah. Infowars. Oh, yeah. Use. Or, use shop.infowars.com. Use code worst in the industry. Use yep, code Butlerian Jihad for hundred percent off any item you put in your basket. And a club with which to beat your local police robot. Um free tinfoil hat with purchase. I'm gonna free be the John Quincy. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the John Adams for robots. So he's like, even even this robot deserves representation under the law. That's gonna be me. I'm gonna be the first robot lawyer. But basically, all my legal training is the episode of Star Trek where Picard has to argue that data cannot be forcibly disassembled. And it's like, as you know, according to Starfleet regulation, Your Honor, <laughs> you're like, uh, Mr. Stanley. It and is always sunny. It's like when, when Charlie says he's uh, he's bird lawyer. Yeah, he's an expert well, in bird law. No, because yeah. he doesn't have any real bona fides here. I've seen the Star Trek episode, and I can do a Southern accent. Jean-Luc Picard is not a lawyer. Jean no, he is. He he is le he is a proper legal uh, representative within the code and conduct of Starfleet and the Federation of Planets uh, as a Starfleet officer, as the captain of a ship. And a Starfleet officer, he's had extensive legal training in terms of what is allowable in his own personal conduct and what is enforceable on uh, the confines of his own ship, the Enterprise Class D. And I see you're nodding off now. I'll yeah. kill myself on cam to get your I'm, attention. I'm, the lights, Colin, I'm turning the light on. <laughs> I'm turning the light on. <laughs> it's the police have entered the sketch. <laughs> No, <laughs> it's free association. It's free association. Eh, nope, it, it, time to go. All right. Um, now, the measurements of, of how and why these websites are generating money work in relatively simple terms. As your website is accessed by internet users, they will all see the ads which have been rented out by various companies, usually directly or indirectly related to the host website's content, and a percentage of these users will click on this ad for one reason or another. The host of the ad gets a very small kickback for the clicked link, and the company which took uh, out the ad ideally gets a purchase of a product or service, or at the very least, gets a click on an ad on their website. This is a very easy way for companies to secure website traffic themselves, as it puts the incentive to push ads on the host of the ad. You can also get paid based on website visits, period, usually at a much lower rate. Um, this is, I believe, referred to as CPM, and, uh, you know, a CPM is generally uh, a, a ratio of visits to dollars. So, 1,000 visits to, you know, $5, 
100,000 visits, $500. Think that they're paying you because they know the ad was seen, not necessarily because it was clicked on. This is much more in line with traditional advertising models of like, hey, I will pay you to put a poster up in this place. And because this poster is being seen, hopefully I will receive more phone calls for my business. The advertisement model um, in real life and online has obviously not been very popular and has never generated much money quickly. Um, however, it has generated quite a lot of money over time. And with the introduction of ad blocker softwares and scripts, uh, it has become increasingly unprofitable in the last 10 years or so. Ad blockers themselves simply function as an index of ad scripts that it, it detects and filters in web pages uh, and prevents from displaying. Most of them are free to download and operate on a donation base, which is nice. Speaking of donation bases, everybody make sure you donate to fucking Wikipedia every year. Also, we accept donations. Do we? I don't think we have a place to put them, but, you know, if you mail me $5, I'm going to take it. Uh, uh, yeah, you could just, like, I don't know, maybe we'll set up, like, a cash app or something. We do, like, a Kofi or something. Honestly, yeah, do a Kofi. That might work. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Um... I like coffee. There's I a Big like right by my house. Mm, coffee. Now, uh, ads can also be sent directly to users uh, via email lists uh, in, you know, newsletters, other digital correspondence. Um, obviously, this benefits user-based websites like blogs and forums, hobby websites, and all the other kind of shit that we don't see on the internet very much anymore. You know, the kind of thing that has been replaced by Facebook groups and Reddit, uh, subreddits. Uh, anyone with a large base of users who could opt in to an email list had an opportunity to tack on ads to more personal correspondence than just the face of the website. This usage of email lists would morph within a few years to something much more clandestine and sinister, but we'll be moving on to that in just a little bit. Now, another tactic which has become much more popular in the past few years is what is known as native advertising. And no, I don't really mean, you know, Sicilian guy wearing a costume advertising. <laughs> you don't mean that, uh, that one specific brand of chewing tobacco? No, I don't mean the racist chewing tobacco or the unnecessarily Native American-associated American spirit cigarettes. How come there's always a a racist cartoon statue of an indigenous person at a cigar shop. I don't understand. Uh, so there is actually a weird legal basis for this, and this is an unplanned tangent, so we're, we're going to see how far we, along we get in this. But for a long time, Native people were the only people allowed to sell tobacco. <laughs> oh, my. oh my god. Oh my I'm dizzy. Oh my god. So they're like, well, we got one. <laughs> Um, he's, a kind little, of... he's a little stiff. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's. I'll, I'll have to. I'll have to double check. That. Holy um, shit! I hope that's. I hope that's real. I hope that's uh, the horrific racist uh, reality. It's like white people are like, how can we get in on some of this money? <laughs> well, <laughs> my my cousin's a pretty talented woodcarver. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <laughs> For a long time after that, tobacco was associated with indigenous, you know, North Americans because it was used traditionally in, you know, religious ceremony, etc. Um, I mean, you know, tobacco obviously be... being a North American native plant. 
gosh, it is just... Just every day you learn something new that just adds an extra... An extra degree of how everything has always been so bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That is, to bring it back to the uh, podcast, that is... Uh, it, that was an early form of advertising. That was how you let your customers know where to find the product they need. Was you put a big racist Native American statue in front of your fucking shop. Oh my god. It's like if KFC just started installing like statues of black people like it's so fucked up that is so evil yeah. jesus christ yeah. it's it's like if they put a fucking they put a statue of a big Polak with a beer gut and his ass crack ass crack hanging out in front of every fucking bar and grill like it's it's like it's not fair <laughs> like come on dude yeah it's pretty it's yeah. It's pretty fucking absurd. I remember when I found that out. It was like, I am I am not surprised, but I, I am still disappointed that I know that. I, I remember my thought was just like, these statues, it's interesting that they're here. It seems like maybe somebody had an agenda when they carved this. But other than that, I guess it's just, I thought it was like a big boy kind of situation. Like, oh, yeah, like it was just some kitschy decoration? Oh, no. Yeah. No, no, no. That right there yeah. is a genuine piece of Americana. Yeah, it's like the it's like the fucking lawn jockeys. Oh, my God. Yep. Oh my it God. is exactly oh, I like guess the it lawn is jockeys. Exactly like lawn, it's exactly like lawn jockeys. Wow. Well, okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, uh, now, back to native advertising. Um, native advertisements <laughs> are advertisements that are integrated into the normal content of a website or streaming service, like a YouTuber or a podcaster having an affiliate link or name-dropping a product that they may or may not use in real life. Use promo code. Yeah, use promo code, etc., etc. Um, or, you know, just talking about, like, hey, you know, I use this tool while I'm working on this, or you know, use this kind of pot while making this, um, recipe. Well, you know. it's like, it's like how I constantly, constantly shill for DeWalt. And it's, it's not because I'm being paid, it's just because I'm a fan. It's because they make quality tools. They make quality tools. They really do. Okay, anyway, uh... <laughs> what, you got hard opinions about DeWalt's quality there, Colin? I'm not gonna get into it on the podcast, we're not doing this well, here. Alright, I'm gonna come fight you. Hold on. It's anyways. Well, talk, uh, talk shit about the Walt tools. Now these native that's advertisements. That's like talking shit about Miller Lite look, to me. No, look, he's you know Tyler's heated. Tyler's Tyler's angry. God, angry. God. Anybody talk shit? Didn't about even DeWalt need tools. to say anything. Just had that's to make dead. a face and say, "Let's move on." Wow. That's, that's like saying that's like saying that Miller Lite isn't the best beer possible. This is Miller like Miller Lite. I know exactly it's how Tyler would act if we ever went to, like, a pack game. If we ever go to, like, a fucking pack game or, like, a... If we ever go see, like, the Vikes <laughs> oh, play... I, I will stab him. Tyler's just gonna, like... Tyler's just gonna have his ears fucking perk up walking through somebody's tailgate. It's like, what'd you say about Matthew Stafford? <laughs> what, what'd you say about fucking DeWalt tools, you goddamn cheesehead? I will, I will fight you right here. I'll fight you and the, and the whole package defensive line. Let's I'm go. I'll fucking yeah, drown yeah, you yeah, in the Green get Bay, you piece of shit. Here. I'll fight him too. I'll fucking I'll fuck up your fucking head. I'll cough on Aaron Rodgers' unvaccinated ass. 
I'll start fucking feeding you these, bud, okay? Fucking come over here, fucking talk I'll, about- I'll fucking give Aaron Rodgers okay. COVID, yep. don't you think oh, I yeah. won't? Oh yeah, I got- I got Muhammad and Ali right here, buddy, I'll tell you what. Got fucking Joe and fucking Lewis, get over here, you piece of shit, Joe I'll fucking kill you. Lewis. Oh shit, alright. <clears throat> now these- these native He's advertisements- first names. These native advertisements, uh, can either be disclosed or undisclosed, however, most services and websites, as well as people who are doing these advertisements, will- uh, label themselves as ads in, in, you know, the spirit of transparency or fucking because people were really, really were complaining about it beforehand and now they have to. Um, a lot of services... They're, they're supposed to. A lot they're of services require people to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know. Now... A lot of people don't. These types of ads are placed by much, much more closely tracking the user bases and content of your website as native advertising is only effective when it is integrated close to the website's normal content. Native advertising it's is all... much more subtle, much more subversive. Yep, it's all about those... Subliminal. That... It's all about that magic word, boys. That A word, that... Those analytics. Yeah, analytics. It's what it's about. And where, where is that data that we get from analytics come from? You know, where, where does that shit come from? Um, we'll get to that in a minute. First, I'm going to take a very brief aside to just have a fucking gander at the absolutely masterful corporate doublespeak I found on this self-help website for monetizing websites. Let's say you have a website about teaching math skills. Your reader's information, like their website. email address or phone number, would be of great value to different online schools who are looking to sell their courses to eager proactive students basically you're connecting the dots playing the matchmaker by introducing two parties who can benefit one another well it's similar to how affiliate market marketing works in this case it doesn't actually matter if your reader ends up purchasing their product or not they're just looking for an introduction at this point i want to pull all my teeth out of my head so for anybody who's not not quite sure uh, what exactly that means, because they really don't say anything there. Um, wow, what, it sounds what like a fucking Protestant preacher. Yeah. Saying nothing, making lots of noise, though. What they're referring to uh, is the idea of selling an email list. Um, and, and, and quite literally just, just taking the information that people have trusted you with as, as the owner of a website and the person who runs a network or uh, a hobby website or what have you, taking that email list and then going, yeah, I want, I don't give a shit if you flood these people with information they don't want um, because, you know, we can justify, well, they're on this website, they're using this service, so they must want this thing. Dave, Obviously. it's. I feel like I feel like this is this is something that's being talked about a lot lately, um, just because of like the critical mass that's reached. But like, you know how like you can't really fucking answer your phone because every other call that you get is a fucking scam, like mm -hmm. somebody mm -hmm. somebody trying to literally scam you, take your social security number. I li there was a period of time, like a like a like a four month stint, where I had like signed up for like some fucking newsletter, right? And I shit you not, I was getting, like, at least one to two texts every other fucking day for, like, three months in a row. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, do you want to fuck a tiny bitch with your huge cock? Click here now. And just, like, 
just like awful, awful shit. Like advertising porn and dick pills. And then some shit up being like, Grandma, it's me. I need I need help. Like like legitimate shit like that. Like, your, your nephew needs you. Click on this link to help him. And, and it's like, it's, okay, so I first signed of all, up for a any, newsletter. If anybody ever needs help from you, they're not going to send you a hyperlink. Yeah, yeah it's, it was always so funny. Go to this website and put be your like, social security number in and you'll help me. It, it would just be a string of fucking nonsense characters. It's like, I've never even seen another link that looks like this. Yeah, yeah. It's, that just looks like a virus. Yeah. So yeah, it's just like, literally just like every time I get one, immediately delete the message, block the number. Like, just do that just for like months at a time. And eventually... They petered off because I, I guess I blocked all the numbers for that specific scam. I mean, it's also at some point it, it becomes unprofitable, which is something we will we will come to in a little bit. Is the idea of, uh, of of sunk cost and wasted money when it comes to this kind of thing. Have you guys heard of Romeo dialers? Romeo dialer? No. What is? It's something that happens uh, a lot in India, but is like becoming more prevalent uh, in other places. Where guys will call and text random numbers to try to get like women to, uh, like, <laughs> to like have sex with them or to send them nudes or to go on dates with them or to like, they'll just do it. They'll just it's like o- it's Bob. like, <laughs> yeah, op- like show me Bob, uh, baby girl, please, open sexy Vagin. mama, <laughs> like it's uh, all, all the like that's yes, that's... yes. So and, I, is and this I'm a thing fairly that works? certain? I'm like, no, it doesn't work. What are you fucking stupid? Why do they do it? What are you fucking stupid? Then why do they do it? What do you mean why they do it? You get off on the sexual thrill of harassing a woman. I guess. You get to ruin somebody's night. Why, like the fucking Bayside rapist or the, the East Area rapist, that's what he did. He would just be like... I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking come in your pantyholes, you fucking bitch. And then, and, and that's how he got to come until he had to actually start raping and murdering. These guys are doing the same thing. They're just like, why would I ever graduate? Why would I ever leave high school? All right. Why would I, why would I go to community college when I can date seniors in high school for the rest of my life? Man, I love high school girls. I don't know why I compared not escalating to rape and murder underachieving i don't know why i did that yeah that was a weird comparison you made there but it's we're just but yeah i'm fairly certain that's like some of the guys who do that and like there are like like also people that just like use that kind of language in their like scams buy these like data like buy these data sets or buy access to or get access to because these corporations don't give a fuck about keeping your information uh, actually private no, as long as they like, can sell oh, it. You'll pay us you'll give us like you'll give us twenty dollars and 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 Dave from accounting a hand job to give us like for for our fucking phone number list? Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a fucking sweet deal for Dave. <laughs> well actually it depends. Deal for Dave. It depends. Is this like with the Koch brothers or cause if it is, it's not a sweet deal for Dave. I feel no, like that's it's, a prank on Dave. Working for the Koch brothers. Yeah, that's it's definitely a prank on Dave. Okay, so it's just like some old, like, you know, leathery-handed financier has to jerk off Dave. Yep. Oh, like the guy from Uncut Gems who's like, I got some friends coming over. Hey, sweetheart, stay here. I got some friends coming over. I also got got some food. I owed some food. So either way, open the door. Answer the door for me, sweetie. Answer the door for me. I got some food and I got some friends coming. I'll be but wow, you're beautiful. I love you. I'll be right back. That's (laughs) like that guy, right? Yeah, yes. Okay. 
Love that. Um, to, to address one more modern day problem, uh, loot boxes and other microtransactions have rightfully come under a lot of fire in the past few years as a predatory tactic used to entice and bleed away users' finances via death by a thousand cuts, particularly and especially children, children for quite some time. Yeah. Oh, Fortnite and CSGO. And I remember being like in my late teens, early 20s, and hearing about one of my buddy's younger brothers winning several thousand dollars in CSGO skins and then losing it in the same afternoon. Mm -hmm. I think it's like really cool. 14? It, I, think, I think we should let kids gamble. I'm also very happy that we've invented electronic devices that rewrite the way your brain works on a fundamental level, giving them to children whose brains aren't fully formed yet, yeah. Uh, and then giving them access to credit cards. Yeah, let and your kids cheap, get raised cheap, by the internet cheap and credit. buy whatever. The, mm, the fucking, the, the MSG sprinkle that is living in America, cheap credit. Ooh, like, get it worry. to them they're young. Like, they're like, they're like, listen, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. We'll give you like a three thousand dollar limit. Okay. Yeah, you're $3, only thirteen. You don't need more than three thousand. And like, and like, we'll give you a, we'll give you a real good interest rate of twenty nine percent. Exactly. You just now, gotta listen. make the payments. You just gotta make the payments. All that you is, do is make the minimum payment. You'll be fine. That is the soy sauce and the meatloaf that is this fucking country, man. It's just a little, little umami bomb in there for you. It's you know what? Speaking of meatloaf, I just I gotta say, it's, I was I was driving down a, a major road near us recently and i saw a sign for a, a, a barbecue place that was looking for help and it said now hiring meatloaf dinner and i just gotta say it's they're complaining about not being able to hire anybody these these fucking standards are way too high nowadays how am i supposed to compete with a meatloaf dinner it's next thing i know it's gonna say now hiring meatloaf dinner bachelor's uh, degree required <laughs> bachelor's degree required. <laughs> oh that's great i hate you I hate me too. Um, now, the recent legislation in parts of the world regarding loot boxes and other microtransactions um, is varied and Byzantine, split between aims at basic transparency to outright bans and age restriction, um, what content can have it, what content can't have it, fucking check your local laws. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> no, that's very uh, fair. Now, the real great big moneymaker of the past two decades ever since the advent of social media as we know it now is raw data those lists that we were talking about um aggregated lists of aggregated lists Ugh, fuck these are aggregated lists of aggregated lists of aggregated lists of names birth dates political views likes and dislikes occupations debts and assets to say the least, all thoughtfully provided by the users themselves. I'm sure we all remember signing up for Facebook the first time. How many hours did I spend at 14 years old going over my likes and dislikes lists? How many hours did I spend, you know, posting pictures and, and, and doing those stupid, like, age, like, oh, post a picture of yourself 10 years ago shit, like, when I was fucking 14. Feed me data. I yeah, want more data. Feed me data. Well, you see, the, the worst part about that whole thing is um, then I realized uh, when Tinder came out that Tinder put all of, like, the pages you liked onto your Tinder profile. Mm -hmm. So I had to go back through and, and change all that shit. And, and unlike all of them, and there was, like, five fucking hundred. It took me, like, a whole day. It was awful. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's all data that's been bought and sold and 
you know, every time you change something on your social media, a list gets updated. Every time you get a new job, a list gets updated. And this is all things that, it's, by the way, we have opted into, quote-unquote, legally through our user agreements. So um, which, funny. Do you guys remember Do you guys remember when, like, people first became aware? Like, because obviously this isn't new. This isn't, like, some new thing we're talking about. This isn't breaking fucking news. This has no. been happening, for since, like you're saying, since basically, you know, Web 2.0 has existed, this has been happening. Yeah. Uh, do you guys remember, uh, like, that, that fad that happened? It was maybe, like, the same year, even, uh, that Facebook launched, where people would post on their page, um, Facebook does not have, uh, the right to reproduce yep. oh, or sell my... Oh, God, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like, I, no, I but I mean, like, that's when it started. People started, like, saying that shit right back then. As if that meant anything. As yeah, if, as if you hadn't already <laughs> opted in legally in the end user license agreement. And it's just like it's so crazy to me that it's like uh, the the base problem in America of like people not understanding, people having such a, a fucked up, like skewed, diluted understand, like a fairy tale understanding of of how government, of how anything civic works in this country, uh, and just like like nothing it's just like just die just selling their shit just giving it away fucking handing it to whoever asked for it knowing mm -hmm. zero about what recourse they could have had if they weren't being stupid mm -hmm. yeah um now the collection and sifting through of this data has become a multi-trillion dollar a year industry with user data becoming the single most valuable commodity for resale in the world in 2017, surpassing oil. Which I don't necessarily understand how that comparison works. How, what's, uh, what's the, what's the actually, conversion rate for data to barrels of oil? I can, I can actually... So, this is something that I was looking into um, a little bit before I started doing the oil industry research. But uh, also during, because like you said, it, it surpassed the petrodollar. Uh, mm -hmm. in terms of value and it's 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 not um it's like speculative right like it's yeah it's it's extreme speculative uh, extremely speculative so like you know you could take it, it's not like they're saying like this is how much data that we have from these people um and then like we average out like you know the bet like the the amount of money that we got by how many people there are so like per person this is how much we made on average no. it's not like quantified like that because they it's it's not like it's not like you're getting a list of like this is all the shit that greg likes you're getting you're getting like a fucking excel spreadsheet of just like discrete data points associated yeah. with yes, other data knows. points exactly and then and like not even as like you might like all right there's like 16 uh uh unique users within a five mile radius that said they like cheeseburgers. We're going to within this radius do cheese. So then, then what you do is you speculate based on the profit you made after buying data, uh, not not the data itself. So it's more about what like what potential profit could exist within uh, any given data set. It's mm -hmm. bullshit. It's yeah, such I mean, bullshit. Like, like any other speculation market, it is bullshit. Yeah, it, but it's like, you know, they talk about, like, we need to get back on the gold standard. It's like, buddy, we're so far gone yeah, from it's, the gold standard. Yeah, there's no chance. <laughs> like, we're, we are, like, six levels of separation from anything with an actual material buy, value. 
you can legally buy into speculation of water futures now. What does that even Nothing mean? Nothing exists Like, anymore. what does that even mean? Like, uh, money, money doesn't fucking matter anymore. And people are like, oh, let's just go back to the gold standard. They can't. You, that, uh, you might as well. Impossible. You might as well say like, let's get back on the drachma. Back when we were on the drachma, they didn't have this rampant inflation. Okay, yeah. uh, when they when they when they brought the denarii in and they flooded the drachma market, I knew it was going to spell doom for Western civilization. The drachma market. That, that's like. Shut the fuck up. That's the, that's, that, is, that is the name of my new uh, crypto-based startup company. The drop market. I love it. How about we start a new cryptocurrency called the Iraqi dinar? <laughs> no. I, if you, you know, can, honestly, I hope because uh, I don't think conservatives. I don't think any of the conservatives ever ended up selling those dinars. I think they're still holding them. No, they are still holding them because they don't realize that when a company restructures its economy, they print but you said company new, works too. <laughs> they pr no, I said economy. When they oh, restructure oh, their you? economy, <laughs> they print new money. The money that you have from the old economy is worthless. It doesn't fucking mean anything. It's fine. Yeah. Just let them figure it out. Like just let They're them They're collectors items now. I kind of want them. I wouldn't mind. I'd, I'd keep some around. Um, now, as Colin made allusions to, uh, this user data is now, after being purchased, fed to complex algorithms, which connect users to more and more specific content, uh, to the point where each person's social media feed is uniquely tailored to them, their beliefs, and continue to push them in that direction, or whichever direction the website owner uh, wants them to be pushed. Social media and what we consume has become the number one front of the international information war, swaying elections without the need for the insertion of live operatives or easily traceable inflation of civil unrest. Not to say that it isn't traceable, just that there's a few more steps involved. Do, do we, do more we nerds think, required. Do we think any of these, like, I don't think any, like, they, there's definitely been, like, influence on elections. I don't know if there's ever been, like, like, sway that actually decided an election you know what i mean i i, I think I that there has been significant enough influence to say that elections have been swayed in in ways that we mm -hmm. probably don't even comprehend now um i, I don't but I, I don't know if it's purposeful maybe maybe more so just like the algorithm because like we, we i mean we talk about like, well it's and that's to that's an extent it, like this is like just like data feeding data because it's what it's told to do hmm. not necessarily because somebody is like all right, and we're going to run the Trump ads here, and we're going to run yeah, the Hillary no, Babies ads here. Like, I don't, I don't think there's necessarily that. I think there's people. No, it's not it. about it's not yeah. about an agenda. It is about profitability and the fact that people consuming this content want to consume more light content. And generally speaking, what that le <sighs> nice. No, that's no. This is a perfect so encapsulation of the show. <laughs> No, it's perfect. Keep going. Rick. You're saying something yeah. smart. He's just Keep like going. <laughs> when pe when people uh, consume this no, content, they want to continue to consume like forms of content, and the algorithm gets more positive clicks, or right? it gets more like ad revenue. It gets more of what it is looking for when it, that uh, content is promoted. Mm -hmm. What that leads to is radicalization when it comes to politics. It leads to compartmentalization when it comes to like business views. It leads to 
uh, people turning you know their their internet communities into closed off hug boxes or or uh, you know hate filled yeah. flame wars depending on what you're looking that's what, for. That's that's like, what Facebook <laughs> does. That's what YouTube does. That's what uh, fucking yeah. Twitter does. Oh yeah. That's what all it's what Twitter. It's what's why it. every time Colin gets off of Twitter with his teeth grinding, I can hear it all the way over here. It's it's. Just, I, man, I've it's, been trying to. Nah, I'm working on it. We'll see what's. Everybody needs a little bit. You're feeding the beast, bro. Dude, uh, I don't know. Do you guys remember when, um, that that Facebook that higher up at Facebook came out was like, Facebook decided to stop keep, keeping people from becoming terrorists. Yeah, uh, I remember that. Yeah, because like she became the head of this department at Facebook, which was about like, um making it, it was like something about like disinformation it was like disinformation management or something mm-hmm. like that where they would basically they would like go through and if there was like a bunch of like hateful ads and shit like that getting a lot of traction or like posts that like linked out and stuff like that like that was like just very clearly like bullshit and harmful they would like they would like moderate they would take that shit down they would like mm-hmm. uh like you know ban accounts suspend accounts uh and this was specifically during the election because there's a lot of pressure on facebook because there is, you know, they're like, uh, buddy, um, if we think you swayed the 2016 election and then it happens again, uh, we might actually use trust laws in this country for the first time in a century. Uh, right. And so Facebook like got their shit together just long enough to avoid that happening. Uh, and then basically, literally as soon as the election was over, they closed that department and they shunted all the people off to other departments. Um, so this, this lady, like, she's like... Don't get me wrong. She's a whistleblower. That's something that more people should do. But she's kind of misses the mark when she talks about it because she talks about it like in such a way where she doesn't think that what they're doing is inherently wrong. She just thinks Facebook should moderate better. <laughs> she yeah. like she's like, oh no, like we, we can have the, more eyes on this. You know, the thing that's rewriting people's thought patterns. That's fine. The problem is when the they rewrite their thought patterns into being Republicans. Like, that is... So, it's, it was pretty... Uh, I, I watched, like, her whole... Like, the whole interview. Uh, I think she did, like, a 60 Minutes. Uh, and it was... It was, it, it was interesting. It was, like, a little peek behind the curtain. It was a confirmation. A lot of things we've already been talking about with Facebook. But, uh... Yeah. Really funny. Really funny to see people just whiff that hard. Uh, on a national stage uh and then get zero pushback because all the people in the media agree with her because that's what their yeah. job is too <laughs> now at this point in our episode dear listener i am certain you're wondering aloud just exactly what the fuck tumblr has to do with any of this um now isn't it just another shitty social media blogging site does that you know, does this whole episode just have to do with my personal preferences on how the internet should work? Uh, valid questions, and uh, fuck you, you're gonna find out. Um, <laughs> for those who only know Tumblr from screenshots reposted to Instagram and Reddit, allow me to elucidate as a longtime user of the website. Founded in 2007, Tumblr is a blog based social media website where users can share media of all kinds, from text and photos to audio and video, outside links and direct replies to other posts onto a chronological timeline and follow each other to view each other's content specifically. Um, Each of these can be shared or reblogged onto a user's blog and shared to that blog's followers to be liked or responded or reblogged. 
Um, at one point, there was a feature on the website that allowed you to see the reach of each of your posts, which is to say, like, you could watch reblog trees form of like, oh, you posted something, and then this person reposted it, and that reached all these other people, and that reached all these other people. And it's very, very interesting that they took that, uh, that information down because they, they did nothing with it. Yeah. Like, as a Tumblr it, user, it, you get that information, and you, that's neat, but you can't promote your posts. You can't, you can't target people. There's no algorithm. See, that's, that's the very, very interesting thing. And as, as annoying as Tumblr is to most people, and as many gripes as people have with the website, uh, me notwithstanding, I've had it as my homepage for fucking 13 years, and I don't think there's a day that goes by that I don't complain about some feature or another... The point is that Tumblr exists differently than other social media. Um, Tumblr is totally way, unprofitable. Definitely, it's it remind it's like if a if it's like it's like a if an anarchist's library was full of only shit posts. That's basically yeah. like oh yeah commit like it all Tumblr does is just like store. Like the chain, the chain of possession of shit posts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which, which, by the way, we don't even they they, they don't even provide that data anymore. You, you haven't been able to access that for years. Uh, yeah, they now just it's removed just it from the website. Just screaming in an empty room, but you've painted the walls the color that you like. Basically, yeah. It's I have I have HTML'd my blog to be be the color that I like, and I've followed the same people for twelve years, and that's you know I like my little corner of the internet. I reblog my Warhammer shit, and I move on. Yeah, um, it's I, I'm part of a I'm part of a twelve person miniatures community, but none of us talk in the group chat that we have anymore because one time one guy said something that was kind of misogynist and made us all uncomfortable. But none of us really knew each other well enough to contact each other outside of the group chat, so now it's just silent. And has been for See, five years. See, it's funny now. that you're saying it's funny that you're saying that like group chats happen. That's not how communication happens on Tumblr. Like it's we didn't get a we didn't get a chat function for like I think chat got introduced in like 2016. Like like a solid nine years after the website got started. Um, oh no, the group chat happens outside of Tumblr. The group chat See, that doesn't like happen a... on Tumblr, though. All communication oh, really? happens on reblog chains. You don't talk. I don't talk to anybody I know on Tumblr outside of Tumblr. It's Tumblr. It's, it's, the keep only it thing that way. you need. You should keep it that way. Well, exactly, exactly, fucking exactly. That's the whole point. Hmm. It's the only thing you need to sign up for a Tumblr account to this day, is an email. That's it. You don't provide a name. I like that. You confirm that you're over 13 years of age, and that's it. Seems like that a is very the only thing you me. need to sign up for. And that means what that means for the end user is that Tumblr collects absolutely zero data on you as a part of its API. Well, or not email. API, but as a part of its interface. They, 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 they collect your username, and they collect whether or not you're over the, uh, the age of 13. After that, nothing. They don't think, ask you for a name. And I, any I data that is scraped from profiles has to be done manually. It has to be done the old-fashioned way. Sorry, Colin, go ahead. Do you think the people who, who created Tumblr just saw MySpace and they were like, man, I wonder how they're making money. Maybe we just made that. We'll figure it out. We'll figure out how they're making money there. And then, <laughs> and then yeah, basically. the second part never happened. Yeah. It's David. I think David Karp sold the website in like 2009 for the first time. 
I'm sorry, um, can you run that back? What was his fucking name? David Carp is the name of uh, one David of two Karp. founders. Yep, David that, Carp. He looks exactly what you think he looks like. I'm imagining a, uh, a fish with legs and a, and a full suit. He's got the Innsmouth look, yeah. Oh, he's got, he's got, you know what? It's hard, it's hard to fit a dorsal fin in a Brooks Brothers jacket, okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, but he does it. Now, <clears throat> good old Mr. Carp. A continual effect downstream of Tumblr not collecting the same user data that nine times out of ten these social media set websites collect from us, um is that there is no like promoted posts or or you know hey there's an algorithm to suggest things that they you might like nothing. you look at you look at the front page and what you get is shit that has been recently posted they if got you're lucky to sell wow they have they absolutely nothing, <laughs> nothing that's like that's like okay that's it's imagine if amazon right when amazon started they made all of the warehouses that amazon has currently with no products in it like no no merchant nothing nothing they just had a bunch of empty <laughs> fucking no... warehouses and we're like well we'll make money off this eventually how are yeah. there companies that are willing to advertise on fucking Comtown, but not advertise on the website tumblr so um i do what that, that doesn't make any traffic. fucking sense ad traffic on tumblr despite ads and ad revenue being the only real form of revenue that tumblr has had and it's it's fucking what is that 15 years of existence um ad revenue is incredibly low because they're like they don't get clicks and because there's no way especially now to target ads which is how all advertising works the ads on tumblr are absolutely insane and fucking unhinged yeah. well it's like how um Okay, so I'm sure you guys have seen on Reddit uh, more recently that they'll be like, is this subreddit uh, about this kind of thing? Don't answer those fucking questions because they are trying to target advertisements to you yeah. through that answer. Yes, exactly. Whereas if you Tumblr, say yes, then they're going to sell you products for that thing. If they, if they say yes, then, then the ads on Reddit are going to pop up as something uh related to whatever you know you follow the subreddit it's about this Here and also yeah, just to be I'll clear give you these ads like as, as these when i when i get advertisements like targeted advertisements like on instagram or like reddit or something and they're like totally wrong for me mm -hmm. i'm always like Feel good fuck yeah i'm good yeah, I'm and good. they know nothing that's what, fucking assholes that's what i love about tumblr because every ad is like that i think my favorite one it's it was just, random. it yeah. was a picture of a, like a badly cropped picture of a frog and the caption for the ad was just you won't believe oh no i love those and it was just an external it was just an external link nobody clicks on them absolutely nobody clicks on them like why it, would you yeah so this this begins <laughs> to one, explain i i saw one where it was like a guy like holding, like it was like it was like an avocado in a bowl. There's like a, a human hand in the frame, and it was like, because <laughs> you know it's it's supposed to be like superfood that doctors hate. Like that's what they're doing. But it was yep. it, it, it said something like, "We hate him." We hate him. <laughs> we hate him. <laughs> and that's it's just every. I mean, for one, doctors so I will. Hate this guy. We hate him. This. To Tumblr's benefit, they they are the only website that I know of that still has a purely chronological dashboard. 
it, um, it would be nice if, if Twitter didn't, like, literally pull the rug out from underneath you anytime you're trying to read any fucking thing on your timeline ever. Yeah. Bro, Twitter, Twitter's been really weird lately. And I blame like, Musk. It, it, it decided, well, not lately, for, like, the last couple months, it decided for some reason that I, that I like, go on Twitch a lot more than I do. And that I'm like way more interested in uh, in Tarkov streamers. It's because than you've been I talking about it so much. You fucking you've been no. playing it and talking about it. I, yeah, but everything I've done on I've never liked don't need to. something involving. You don't need to. Like it. Hmm. Like it's it's just all Tarkov e girl Twitch streamers, and I'm like I don't even. Buddy, fucking it's use you're Twitch. on a computer on the but, same but network. That's all you need. You to love do. Tarkov and you love boobies, and they okay. put that together. It's okay. Boobies are, are there titty yeah, Tarkov you know, streamers? Because that feels not like, like titty yeah. Tarkov I feel like streamers, but there's I, there's definitely I, that seems really honestly like I I feel like I am an ally to women. Or I try to be, but I feel like that's something that I, I'm actually especially mad about. Where I'm like Tarkov is a hard enough game to play. You're telling me that the, that their audiences aren't satisfied with them playing a difficult like very intensive game they also have to have their tits out oh because they're a woman like fuck you like that's i i usually like just take it as red that people are gonna be misogynists but like that i don't know why this is making me extra angry <laughs> i think it's because you just you're you, you hear about tarkov and you think about playing tarkov and your blood pressure just spikes because like i know it's a very frustrating like how could you focus how could you focus on playing the fucking game and doing well which is the whole point of playing as a Twitch streamer is is to show like that you are good at the game, basically, right? How are you supposed to fucking do that when you have to like lather up your fucking tits every fifteen fucking minutes if you're trying to make a goddamn living? That's bullshit. I agree that it's it's bullshit. That the fuck? They shouldn't have to use sex to sell. Gamers um, rise up. Okay? Nobody who plays that's Tarkov is having sex, anyways. Well, that's we're not just, true. We're just we're just men going our own. A lot of people we... having Tar. A lot of people playing Tarkov are being had sex with by other people playing Tarkov through <laughs> yes. the medium of Tarkov. <clears throat> so so what's this? What what's Tumblr's idea here, Justin? So Tumblr Tumblr's what, idea moving forward. Um, how many people do you think cross the Brooklyn Bridge every day? Now, what if I told you? <laughs> no. Um, now, just the, getting into billboards. The, truthfully, the most notable things about Tumblr that have happened are things that have happened recently. Um, in, a, in a very desperate attempt of Tumblr to finally make itself profitable for the first time in a very long time. Um, for those who don't know, Tumblr has been sold, I believe seven or eight times to various companies for increasingly small amounts of money over the past 15 years they got rid of porn they really fucked it's, themselves it's and really yeah funny. actually getting rid of porn was a huge fucking blow to tumblr's value that's exodus. no joke like that was yeah. there was a huge loss of the user base when they banned porn that's what um, i left so and i had like three yourself, accounts i had i had a porn account and then i had a niche fandom account for like a specific thing that i was into and then i had what just like my general drudgery account, account. It was, I think, no, it, it was, was Wargaming, I think it was Warhammer. Thing. Warhammer, oh, okay. Warhammer 40k. It was just, it was, it was, well, you were, it was, were, you, it was you were fucking Warhammer horny on main? It was Warhammer Rule 30k. No, no, I tried to keep it, I tried to Rule keep it Rule 30k! <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like, uh, yeah, it was like my, uh, my tabletop, or like, specific one. Gotcha. And then the other one was just full of just despicable porn. <laughs> 
I made a mess. Oh, I made a mess. What, what a um, fucking mess. <laughs> oh, that's right. What a fucking mess. Oh, Rebecca Moore. Oh, uh, man. Jesus. Anyway, anyway. Anyway, yeah, moving on. Um, now, Tumblr's most recent attempts at becoming uh, monetized are actually the two that have received not universal condemnation from the user base. As these Where? things are usually purely derided, like most decisions that the Tumblr staff makes are purely derided by the Tumblr user base. We <laughs> begged for years for a chat function, and then they put one in, and it was dog shit, and we all hated it. <laughs> it's like if you think Republicans and like Steven Crowder type conservatives are the most like hateful towards Tumblr. I'll look no further than the people who still regularly use it. Yeah, than the users of it. It's that being said, you'll get me to leave when you fucking kill me. Like, <laughs> yeah, at a certain point, it's like I'm staying out of spite because I know I'm a drag on your resources to an extent. Yeah, it's I I know that I'm what's making Tumblr unprofitable, and I'm staying for exactly that reason. Now that being said. After this long, I need and want to continue to use Tumblr, and therefore I want Tumblr to remain profitable, right? I want it, I want the, the, the site to continue because, frankly, I personally believe it is the last place that you can see truly unhinged bullshit on the internet. 4chan. Well, it's, it's, not, it's not the last place you can it's see different. it. It's different. It's the last place where it is readily accessible in a way that is reminiscent of early web 2.0 because yeah. if Actually, you guys remember you know, yeah. youtube used to have the same fucking feature if you went on youtube it was chronological you would just see <clears throat> videos as they were posted pop up on like the it wasn't even a timeline it was just a fucking web page they were being linked like posted on uh like you could just click on them uh and i remember i remember like seeing like porn seeing like movie rips seeing people die it's like seeing like animal cruelty just pop up chronologically because youtube was growing so fast they couldn't moderate the videos uploaded fast enough and now it's so difficult to upload a video of like a substantial length to youtube that you might as well just fucking kill yourself yeah might as well just not do it at all they're um, just like if it's if it's more than 15 minutes and you're not selling 16 different products we don't want to see it now the basic boring change that tumblr is making to their business model is one that you know most people generally approve of and if they don't approve of it they at least understand it and that is a uh low cost ad free website user experience subscription-based model you buy in for i think it's like five bucks a month you don't get to you don't have to see ads anymore um, to those of us that don't consider the ads a part of the user experience, this can be valuable for convenience sake. But that's boring. That's lame. The real innovative feature is something that, um, frankly, I think may only work on Tumblr. I think that this is something that, that may only make money because it exists on the website that it exists on. That is a service called Tumblr Blaze, which is a very <laughs> melodramatic name for... Uh, I want to call it post promotion, but it's not. Hmm. It the it basic, is it is but, on a very but basic not in level. any sense that we understand, like it's, not in the modern way that we understand promotion to work. So basically, how this the, works? Yeah, go. How it works is um, any Tumblr user at all 
can pay $10, $10 American, to have any post of theirs, as long as it uh, does not violate terms of service, um, so no porn, no violence, you know, anything like that, um, and you can have that post just promoted to 2,500 random people on the website. We're back to the Romeo caller aspect. Where it's just so so. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Ten dollars. We could do that. Ten dollars right now. Ten dollars right. We could wait. We could spend we, ten dollars right make, now. We can promote, promote the show. We promote this episode. We promote this this episode specifically. Yeah, absolutely. Be, like, do we have like, an account? We have a Tumblr account it, for the what? podcast. I have. What the, I no, not for the podcast. We should make a Tumblr account for the podcast. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah, no, but yeah, for 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 ten dollars, it just sends it to twenty five hundred random people once. That is so fucking weird. Twenty five random people once. Twenty five hundred. Twenty. Oh, oh. So so it's it's got a decent reach. Let's let's send them a better episode. And and the (laughs) difference, the difference that this makes is that there is absolutely no way to target your audience in any capacity. So half of the accounts are people who haven't logged pop. on in six months. Uh, half the other, the other half of the people died of coronavirus. Like, it's, it's you're just the thing is it that to, it's you're sending it to computers that have been unplugged for ten years. It's working. I That's guess the thing is that it's working. So you're people saying if we spent using the feature hundred dollars, we could twenty five. It's twenty five thousand. No, it's 250,000 people. Well, it's 10, right? It's 10 bucks per 2,500. 10 bucks for 2,500. So if you yeah, do so it'd be 25,000. You're only adding one zero. 2,500. Yeah, times 10. 10 times 10. $100. No, not times 10. You said, oh. oh you yeah. can't do right. math. No, I'm I can't do math. math. This is not a math podcast. I'm, this is a math podcast now. They, they call me uh, Colin, they call me Colin, young pythagoras Colin, how many, bitch how many how many um foot acres yeah, how, many, how many how many foot acres is this? foot acre it's real first of all dickheads it was cubic just, okay just because <laughs> yeah the cubit is real that too, is quite, Colin. it doesn't quantifiable. mean it's not a good unit of it is an acre an acre in area an acre in area <laughs> If you raised one cubic foot, is, raised a cubic Nobody. foot. That is what it's referring to. That's it's referring to a slice, a chunk. How big is an acre? How would you quantify a volume a of water? Gallons. How? Gallons. How would you, gallons? Can you mentally picture a gallon in area? How much? You know what? How, I can't how, mentally what picture area, a fucking What area does jug. a gallon? No, no. What is jug. the area of a gallon? If you pour a gallon out, what is the area? A milk jug. A milk jug. That's, but that's, dude, that's a milk you jug. But it's a, you it's a liquid. You were using it as a measurement a of area. Liquid. You were using it as a measurement of volume. I'm fucking, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to fucking kill <laughs> right. you. Oh my God. Before this episode oh goes God. any further off the rails. It's, it's like, I'm right. Like, the, that's why I'm so upset. Because I know I'm right. I know how right I am. Your it's, girlfriend is just staring and laughing at you right I'm now. Not, it's not a good. It's not a good measurement of volume. It's not a good measurement of volume. We have neighbors. Anyways, the the point stuff. of this episode, uh, dear listeners to our wonderful podcast, uh, <sighs> is not just to get Colin screaming about uh, bad units of volume. Foot acres. Stop. Um, <laughs> 
I want that he, word banned from the podcast. I never want to bring it up again. Distance by Russian paces too. <laughs> the point uh, is to show that there really is a different way to go about things on the internet. There is a different way um, to go about a user-based experience when you have a large user base, even a shrinking user base like Tumblr has. Um, not necessarily ownership of a platform by the users, but more specifically, uh, you know, users supporting a platform willingly through something that is built in through the platform. I mean, you know, looking at the, the donation drives that Wikipedia runs every year, looking at the way that Tumblr is now uh, going to be monetizing, looking at any number of, you know, donation-based content creators or, you know, Patreon-based, uh, you know, podcasters, as it were. This is a way for us to do business with the internet and to... support these communities and these websites that we want to continue to use without ref, uh, reverting or uh what's the word i'm looking for without falling to predatory data mining and selling tactics oh and, and also it, it it does offer like again like worst in the industry we really don't i would argue we really don't believe with voting for, with your wallet just because of like the actual impact that that means like it it's just not it, all it does is make you feel good. It doesn't really have a material outcome. That said, um, in circumstances like these, when you're, you know, choosing to pay $10 on Tumblr or, you know, choosing to give, you know, 20 bucks every year, or, you know, five bucks every month uh, to Wikipedia, what you're doing there is actually something like you're keeping the Internet from being scoured clean of anything outside of the Silicon Valley blob that is, you know, facebook and a handful of other companies like google and amazon uh like that is what you're doing you're actively making sure that even though these companies would like to absorb or destroy them uh that they will not be able to because they'll have an independent uh stream of capital not to say that it's worth that tumblr's worth existing or should be kept alive no as, god no it's a hell some site sort of should have been shut thing. down a long time ago <laughs> yeah i don't know why people use it i don't know why i use it you shouldn't use it, but if you do, use Tumblr Blaze, I guess. Yeah, but, like, you know, other stuff, too. Like, you know, there's there's lots of mutual aid networks and, like, resources online uh, for people that otherwise wouldn't have access to them that do need your money. Like Wikipedia. Wikipedia is a great example. Like, yes. Yeah, Wikipedia is phenomenal. It's, the internet is still a very powerful tool to use. Exactly. It's That's the thing. Like, the utopians got it right. Like, the early internet utopians, they got it right that the internet... Um, would be the greatest source of information and like culture uh that had ever existed in human history they just got wrong that that would be a good thing <laughs> and that it would yeah they just easier. really sorely yeah they're just like sorely and overestimated we'll, the quality of that culture <laughs> yeah because you know every time that people develop a new kind of technology they don't use it to hurt and kill other people like yeah like oh, that's you know, not the first thing that all these things are developed for yeah it's not like you know we invented the wheel and then immediately found a way to kill somebody with a car um, make sure to make sure to look out for us promoted on Tumblr Blaze. Yes, yeah. I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna give it a try. Um, yeah. Well, thanks for listening. I, our our loose call to action is uh, look to Tumblr to see how to make yourselves as unprofitable as possible on other websites. Uh, don't sell. Don't give away information you don't have to give away. 
Yeah. Uh, just knowing that everybody's selling your shit all the time, so be careful. Uh, you know yeah. about who you're yeah, giving don't, it to. Don't ask. Don't answer uh, Reddit's uh, questions. Don't answer YouTube's questions about like, oh, what age range are you? Don't answer. Oh, that if shit. Uh, uh, somebody on Instagram confuse every survey you're ever given. If you. Oh yeah, tell them you're like ninety. <laughs> See what if happens. somebody on Instagram DMs you about uh, a an NFT trade, you should click on whatever link they give you. You should do that. That's yes, yes. that's yeah, that's, that's, that's us. Um, that's, that's us, us, and we want your money. That is us, and we are yes, asking. Yes, we and and we just need to open a couple. And we are asking for all your raises. So if do. you send me thirty three dollars, I can deposit five thousand dollars of the twenty five thousand dollars that my cousin has tied up in foreign accounts. I just need, exactly. I just need the thirty dollars up front prince. Yeah. to get access to the accounts. Because it's, it's a customs thing, because I'm a Nigerian. You know you know me, Colin Stanley. I'm black as night. So I am a Numidian prince, and I, I'm here to try to get spread this wealth around to you Yakubian devils here in America. Any hoosers. All right. Well, thanks for listening again. Um, you know, dear listeners of Worst in the Industry, we'll be back next week with some more, you know, crazy bullshit to bring to your ears. Uh, check us out on the socials. Shoot us an email. We love you. Bye. Let, let us, us hey, Tumblr, let, let us know yeah, what check us on Tumblr, I guess. Let us know what your star sign is in the last four of your social security number. Yep. Uh, yeah, that would be very useful model, information for us. First model of your car, uh, your favorite, uh, your childhood best friend. Anyway, love you. Kisses. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Down in a spot they would kill for. I could put them in a wheel and they still won't. I could probably get a deal with coke. If I wasn't rapping about the past back, billing dope. Got the offer and it's real low. Over one mil and it's still low. They all corporate, they all cute in suits. They on bullshit with all that poop to scoop. My shit going up, I go root to roof. They don't like that, they want mute the truth. They gon' switch sides, they go group to group. They want shoot the shit, ain't got shit to shoot till I go crazy. Go and get the baby shark and hit him with the doo 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 damn. Big boy, you gotta shoot it with two hands. Couple John Doe come through like who's man's? Blue ball, nah, she blew it like two grams. Everyone I lose, abuse the fuse hands. I'm right there on the edge of insanity. Overlooking Vegas, overthinking my vanity. You've been throwing shade, I'm enjoying the canopy. Everybody dies, so I live out of fantasy. Yeah, can I talk my shit now? I was playing two hand touch, fuck it up, it's a hit now. I hit the road, do a show, hit a lick, then I skip town. Run up in the spot, no dance, and I make them all get down. Boy, you need to sit the fuck down, yeah. I don't even talk my shit now unless I got a reason. Everybody watching like Netflix got a new season. I'ma get rich, hit the dealership, get the new bands out. Bottom line 316 like Stone Cold says so They bury me alive, I was dead broke I've been living in the no flex zone About to make a move, it's a escrow Cooking in the kitchen, my sauce like magic My pesto like presto Off a little bean, that espresso Little bit of lean like I'm getting over chest cold Got no chain, no, I can't chill. Eight ball, got me feeling like eight mil. Can't stay still, can't feel off a pain kill. Got the little orange pill, not the day quill. They fake with it, they ain't real. They talk about bricks, but they can't build. I'm Frank with it, I'm Jake Jill. I only sold gas, I'm Hank Hill. Tank filled with the propane, it's like a 10K grill, it's a throwaway. They never ask if I'm okay, I'm never okay. 
Everybody wanna cut, it's a dry vocal. I'm anti love, anti social. I'm bipolar, I'm bi coastal. I might buy one and go postal. Can I talk my shit now? I was playing two hand touch, fuck it up, it's a hit now. When I hit the road, do a show, hit a lick, then I skip town. Run up in the spot, no dance, and I make them all get down. Boy, you better sit the fuck down.